Good morning, everyone. Happy New Year. I have a couple of uh, quick announcements for you. And, and good morning to everyone who's watching online as well. If, if you're watching online, if you did not come in person today because you're out buying uh, milk and bread for the snowstorms coming, send a picture of yourself in Walmart. We would love to see and laugh. <laughs> so uh, Pastor Sam is starting a new confirmation class for grown-ups and it's going to be starting January 5th uh, on Wednesdays at 11 and 6. And it is going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Youth confirmation starts next Sunday at 5 p.m. So if you know someone that wants to be involved in confirmation, uh, send them our way. Um, and we have a new small group, or you could say a Sunday school group, uh, s- starting on January 23rd. It's a five-week class. It's going to be up in the gathering room. And it's uh, for multi-generational. So any age group can come to that. Don't leave your class if you love your class, but this is for people who are not involved in a class. Uh, It's five weeks, and it's a DVD series, too, and has some great discussions. It's called Dream Big. Uh, We're going to talk about dreaming those dreams that God has for our lives, and we're going to have cinnamon rolls added. It's going to be awesome. The children's ministry is up to some really great stuff in January, and I'm excited. They are doing a coat drive, and so uh, all month long, they're going to be collecting clothing for our clothes closet. And you may be here and you say, well, I'm not in the children's ministry. All age groups can bring clothes on Sundays and Wednesdays for our clothes closet as we just fill them up with great clothes uh, in this new year. Let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Loving God, we are so thankful for this new year. Uh, We're thankful for this beautiful day. We pray that you will calm our hearts and our minds and help us get this new year started off right by focusing on you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
I invite you to stand with us this morning as we sing hymn number 176. I love to tell the story. <coughs>
Please remain standing and join us for the affirmation of faith. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our tithes and offerings, I want to thank you for supporting your church through 2021. It's a new year, and I want to ask for your continued support for the missions and the ministries of this church. You can give online. You can give through our church website. And we're about to pass the offering plates. That's the old-fashioned way. But thank you again for, uh, for serving God by giving your tithes and offerings. Let's pray. Our gracious God and Heavenly Father, Thank you for blessing us and making us able to give, to be a blessing to others. And now we ask that you would take these tithes and offerings and use them to upbuild your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
seated except for our children because they're going to go with Miss Catherine to Children's Church right now. There we go. I know it looks like y'all are going to have a fun group today. All right. We love our children and we also love our youth. I want to brag on Pastor Andy. Pastor Andy had a whole group, a big old group of youth and, and youth parents here on New, Year, New Year's Eve night. And I don't know what kind of shenanigans they got into, but they had a good time, and I'm very proud of our, our youth group and our youth parents and the job that Pastor Andy does. So I'm going to brag on him. I may not I'll go the rest of 2022 and not brag on him, but you get it today. So, yeah. Yeah. 
We want to hear from you uh, when you have a prayer request. We know that we have several of our church family that, um, that are struggling right now for various reasons. Please send us your prayer request, fumc at fumcgadston.org. You can send it to us that way. You can write it in the comments. You can fill out one of those prayer cards and put it in the offering plate. Uh, just grab me or Pastor Andy by the sleeve and tell us, and we'll, we'll pray. And we'll pass it on to our prayer team because we do lift each other up in prayer. We also want to hear your, your stories of joy and celebration, your answers to prayer. We love hearing that, so please let us hear that as well. I want to invite you to go with me now to the Lord in prayer. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we have turned the page on 2021, and we have a brand new year that we're looking at. It's like a blank canvas, Lord. Even though some of us have come into the new year limping, uh, and we have wounds, and we have burdens, and we have cares. We may even have anxieties over what the new year will hold for us. So right now, we want to lay all of that down and just start out by saying, God, you are always faithful. And you have brought us this far. And we have learned a lot about ourselves and a lot about you. And we are ready for a new year. So help us, Lord, as we... We look into your word today, and as we think about the integrity of heart, help us to start this year on firm footing. And help us to remember to, to pray for each other and lift each other up in prayer, as well as our own needs. And teach us to pray the prayer that you taught your disciple, Lord, when you said, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Will you stand now and join me in our hymn of preparation, number 452, My Faith Looks Up to Thee.
Pastor Andy greeted you earlier, but I want to say Happy New Year to you. And uh, did you know that today is World Introverts Day? So all of you who are watching online that are wrapped up in your, in your blankie, uh, I feel you and Happy Introverts Day to you. All right. Genesis chapter 20, verses 1 through 7 today. Hear the word of the Lord. From there, Abraham journeyed toward the region of the Negev and settled between Kadesh and Shur. While residing in Gerar as an alien, Abraham and his wife said of his wife, Sarah, she is my sister. And King Abimelech of Gerar sent and took Sarah. But God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, You are about to die because of the woman whom you have taken, for she is a married woman. Now Abimelech had not approached her, so he said, Lord, will you destroy an innocent people? Did not he himself say to me, she is my sister, and she herself said, he is my brother? I did this in the integrity of my heart and the innocence of my hands. Then God said to him in a dream, Yes, I know that you did this in the integrity of your heart. Furthermore, it is I who kept you from sinning against me. Therefore, I did not let you touch her. Now then, return the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you, and you shall live. But if you do not restore her, know that you shall surely die, you and all that are yours. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Have any of y'all ever played the game Dirty Santa? Raise your hand if you've played Dirty Santa. Many of you, I'd say most of you, have played Dirty Santa. Let me tell you about the worst, Pastor Andy, the worst Dirty Santa gift I ever got. I picked it because of the shape of the box, because I, I, it just looked like one of my favorite things. Okay, And it said on the top of it, it said, don't shake. And I thought, okay, this is promising. And I opened it up, and I saw that beautiful green and white and red box, flat box that said Krispy Kreme. And I was so excited because I love me some Krispy Kreme donuts. I could, it, it, maybe it was my imagination, but the box still felt warm. That's, and I was so excited. And when I opened it up, did I see hot, delicious Krispy Kreme donuts? No. Instead, they're arranged in neat stacks all around the box where piles of carrots and celery sticks and broccoli and cauliflower. And in the middle of it was a little container of low-fat ranch dressing. Now, I know that that was really clever and it was really cute. And some of y'all might really like that idea. You might even steal that idea for... for, uh, the next Dirty Santa game you play. But I want to tell you what, it just kind of creeped me out a little bit. I, I was, because I, I loved the, the donuts and I, I really expected to see the donuts when I opened that box. And I no, nothing against carrots and celery and, and all of that. I like all of that rabbit food. I really do. But it was just my expectations, you see. Because I just think when donuts are advertised, there ought to be donuts in there, right? It's just like false advertising. It got my hopes way up. And this is kind of a silly thing, I know, but 
I know it doesn't really matter in the big scheme of things at all, but I want to talk to you today about something that really does matter a lot. And it's about being who we say we are. It's about delivering as advertised, I guess you could say. It's about walking in integrity of heart. Integrity is a word that gets thrown around a lot, and there are probably a bunch of different definitions running around out there, but this is Pastor Sam's unofficial definition of integrity. Integrity is being authentically who we claim to be. Authentically being who we claim that we are. And it's very important, and I'm going to tell you why. For three reasons. Integrity of heart is something that God wants for us, that God desires for us. Also, integrity is something that the world is just dying for the church to show. The world is dying for the church to be authentically who we say we are. And then integrity is so important because we will never thrive as individuals. We will never thrive as a church unless we have integrity of heart. So let's, let's look at those three things today. Integrity of heart is, is something that God really desires for us. The story that I read in Genesis chapter 20, I absolutely love teaching Genesis chapter 20. I really loved getting Pastor Andy to teach chapters when I was gone that, that had all kinds of weird things going on in them. That was a lot of fun too. But we have Abraham and Sarah, two main characters here, right? Very important figures in the Bible. And um, as a matter of fact, all three of the world's uh, monotheistic religions trace their lines back to Abraham, okay? Big, giant in the, the history of religion and, and the history of our faith. And it was to Abraham that God said, well, his name was Abram back then, but God said to Abraham, um, I want you to go from the land where you live. I want you to take all your family with you and go to the place where I'm going to show you. And you're going to be uh, a great nation. I'm going to make you into a great, great nation, and you're going to be a blessing to all of the nations of the earth will be blessed through you. Through all of your descendants, there'll be too many to number. Too many to number. And Abraham was 75 years old when he heard that promise of God. And his wife Sarah was 65 when they left behind everything that they knew. And they went to a place that they didn't even know. And on nothing but God's promise. Okay? Faith. Nothing but God's promise. And so they were traveling around for quite a bit. They were sojourners, you could say. And one of the places they, tra they traveled was Gerar, or Gerar. I never could remember which that was. And while they were there, they ran into another major character in our story in Genesis chapter 20, King Abimelech. Now, here's what we know about Sarah. Um, Sarah was gorgeous. She was a beautiful, sexy senior citizen, okay? And uh, here's what's going on in Abraham's mind. Here's this powerful king, this powerful Philistine king, Abimelech. And Abraham knew his wife was a looker. 
And Abraham was thinking, you know, if he sees how beautiful she is, he's going to want her in his harem. And if he thinks I'm standing in the way, then for me, right? So uh, Abimelech, this is how I imagine it going down. Abimelech comes up to Abraham and says, Abraham, who is that lady over there? I mean, whoo, hubba hubba, she looks good. And Abraham saw the writing on the wall for himself. And he said, oh, her? She's my sister. Yeah, she's my sister. And so Abimelech takes Sarah home with him and adds Sarah to his harem. And then God came to Abimelech in a dream and said, Abimelech, you're going to die. You're going to die because you've taken somebody else's wife into your harem and Abimelech had not laid a hand on her at this point remember and in verse 5 here is what Abimelech a polytheistic Philistine king says to God God didn't she say he's my brother and didn't he say she's my sister I did this with integrity of heart my hands are innocent here and God said I know I know you have integrity of heart. That's why I kept you from touching her. That's why I'm giving you a second chance. I did it because you are acting with integrity of heart. God liked the fact that this king was acting with integrity of heart. And God didn't like the fact that Abraham and Sarah were not acting with integrity of heart. Remember what I said integrity was? Pastor Sam's unofficial definition? Being authentically who we claim to be? Abimelech showed integrity and God honored that and Abraham and Sarah didn't. You see, from the very beginning, God has always been who God is. As a matter of fact, the first time God ever said God's name when Moses was at the burning bush, Moses said, who am I supposed to tell him sent me and what's your name, God, basically? And God said, my name is I am. God has always been who God says he is. And God has always wanted his people, us, in all of our actions and in all of our decisions to have integrity of heart. It's really cool. The word integrity in the Old Testament comes from the Hebrew word tom. T-O-M. Tom. And it means wholeness, completeness, and soundness. Solid, okay? Not a facade. The plural of the word tom is thummin. Thummin and urim were the sacred lots that were in the breastplate of judgment that Aaron, the high priest, wore over his heart. And Urim and Thummim were the sacred lots that were cast, almost like rolling the dice, but they were used to discern God's will. God, do you want us to go this way? Do you want us to go that way? And they would take the Urim and the Thummim, the integrity of the heart, and they would use that to discern. You can read all about this in Exodus 28. They would use that to discern what God wanted them to do. 
I'm not telling you this so that you will start using dice to determine what you're going to do in 2022. I'm not doing that, okay, or the magic eight ball or anything like that. I'm doing it because I want you to see that integrity of heart has been a part of who God wanted his people to be ever since God had a people. And I'm not telling you this because I want you to win the next game of Bible trivia. I'm telling you that in all your decisions in 2022, God wants you to discern from a place of integrity of heart right here. Discern from a place of being authentically who you claim to be. And our church to be authentically who we claim to be. Integrity of heart is important because the world is just dying for us to be who we say we are. Really. So, what is it that we say we are? Did, if you got one of these uh, worship, worship guides, bulletins, uh, on the back of this. So, just go ahead and pull it out now. I'm going to ask you to do something with me. Grab this. The back of the bulletin, down below the cross and flame, it has our, our church's mission statement. You may, maybe you already know this. It's on the back of our church bus. It's on church signs. It's everywhere. It's on our letterhead everywhere we go. I want you to say this out loud with me today. Just, just read it out loud with me. The people of Gadsden First UMC, changing lives by sharing Christ making disciples, serving, and giving hope. That's what's on the outside of our box, so to speak. That is who we claim to be, the people of Gaston First UMC. Now here's the question. Are we living with integrity that mission statement? Are we living this out? Are we, in fact, sharing Christ and making disciples and serving and giving hope? Are we what we say we are on the outside of the box? Here's, here's another thing to consider. Over here to my right and your left is the Hazel Oliver entrance. And I wish that I had gotten to know Hazel Oliver. I know many of you did. We named an entrance of our church after someone who was so good at welcoming people and greeting people. So good was she at that that we named an entrance into our sanctuary after her. And you know what it says on the sign by the Hazel Oliver entrance? It says, open hearts, open minds, open doors. So y'all, that is the outside of our box, right? That is who we claim to be. Are we living into it with integrity of heart? Do we really have open hearts, open minds, open doors? Do we welcome people that way? Honestly, sometimes we do, sometimes not so much. So the world around us though, is hungry for us to be authentically who we say we are. And then integrity of heart is important because we'll never thrive as a people or a church unless we do that, unless we walk in that kind of integrity. Sometimes I hear people talk about making it through 2021, surviving 2021. So yay for surviving, but I think God wants us to thrive. 
And I don't think we will thrive, much less survive, if we don't live into who we say we are, our church's mission and vision with integrity. You know, we, all churches, we got churches around here. In the South, you can't, you can't swing a stick without hitting a church. But we have our own unique song to sing. And God wants us to sing it loud for him this year. We have our own song. And God wants us to sing it loud. Not too long ago, I read an article in a National Wildlife magazine. And it was, I was probably in a doctor's office, y'all. I don't know. I don't take National Wildlife magazine. Maybe you do. But this was very interesting. It was a study about this national forest in Montana uh, and the population of sparrows there. And you're saying you're losing me, Pastor Sam. No, just stay with me. But the scientists were studying those sparrows, and here's what they found. They found that when the area of the national park was covered with native vegetation, that the sparrows sang just over nine different songs a year. Um, and then they found that when an invasive vegetation comes in, like knapweed, um, the sparrows only sang about seven songs a year, down almost 20%. What in the world does this have to do with anything? Why is it important, the number of songs that the sparrows sing? Well, the sparrows' songs is a signal that they use to find um, mates to reproduce with. Okay, so here's the cycle, and here's how I want you to connect the dots with me today. So you have native vegetation, you have more songs equals more sparrows getting together equals a thriving population, right? On the other hand, you have invasive weeds equals fewer songs equals less sparrows getting together equals a declining population. So what I'm asking you today is what is our own unique native vegetation? What is supposed to grow here at the corner of Fifth and Chestnut? What is our unique song, our mission, our vision, how we do things? So when people open the box, they're supposed to see open hearts, open doors, open minds, and sharing Christ and making disciples. But have invasive weeds sprung up? Has it affected the song that we sing? Sometimes. Sometimes. What kind of invasive weeds are you talking about, Pastor Sam? Well, more, it's more like an attitude, you know? Um, when our kids were little, they used to always go uh, to Grandma and Pa's house to, to spend some time over Christmas holidays. They'd have a wonderful time. And, um, but you, you have to understand, here's how things go at Grandma's house uh, when our kids were little. They would go to Grandma's, and Grandma would have a list of things. So, Allison, you have to tell me if this is right or not. Grandma would have a list of things that, that the kids wanted to do, a list of things they wanted to eat, 
a list of maybe playgrounds or parks that they wanted to go to, this list while they were there. And what did they do? They went down the list and they did everything that was on the list and Grandma and Pa tried to make uh, it a priority for them to do, eat, play, watch, whatever was on that list. I totally get that and that is totally appropriate for grandparents to do with their grandkids. Chocolate ice cream for breakfast, knock yourself out, that's great. But that attitude is unacceptable when it carries over into church. And what I mean is that when we're here, it's not all about us. And the things that we want checked off our list, our preferences, what we want to do. It's not all about us. It's all about God and it's about who God wants us to serve. It's God's list. It's God's mission. It's what God says we're supposed to be about. Anything else is like an invasive weed and it affects our song. I'm not saying it pops up all the time. But I'm saying it does sometimes. It goes like this. I'm not getting what I want. I'm not getting, I'm not getting my needs met so I'm done. And what's wrong with that attitude is that it's not supposed to grow here. It's not supposed to grow here. It's not our native vegetation. And if we don't root that kind of attitude out, then we're not going to sing our song with integrity. And if we don't sing our song with integrity, then our population is going to keep declining and we're not going to thrive. If we are an inward, it's all about me kind of church, then our church dies. A church turned in on itself is doomed. But I want to close with a quote. I don't know who the first one who said this was, but it goes like this. A friend is someone who knows the song of your heart and can sing it back to you when you have forgotten the words. So today I want to sing your song to you, church. Today, I want you to remember who we say we are, our unique heart song. From time to time, it's good to be reminded. From time to time, we need to remember that it, it's not, in fact, it never has been about us. It's about the one who, on the night he was betrayed, took the bread and blessed it and broke it. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for giving us your song. Thank you for the unique way that we are called to sing it here at this place in this time. And forgive us, Lord, when we have let invasive weeds come in and grow where they're not supposed to grow so Lord will you help us to remember as we come to your table today who we are the church that you died for us to be 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you would like to turn in your hymnal, um, you'll find the, the liturgy on page 12. I think it will be up on the screen for you. Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors. And we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. Now will you join me as we turn to the great thanksgiving in the middle of page 13. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your son, Jesus Christ. By the baptism of suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup, gave it to, thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins, do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world, until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and your holy church, all honor and glory is yours. 
Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. I just want to say a, a, a quick word of instruction before we come to the Lord's table. And the first is a reminder that all who are present are welcome to receive the Lord's Supper with us. We have open communion. It's the Lord's table, and all are welcome at the Lord's table. We also want to remind you that it's our custom to come to the altar and kneel, and we're going to, to do that. We've done it different ways uh, over the last couple of years. Today we're going to come and kneel at the altar. If you feel uncomfortable doing that, we will serve you at your seat and be glad to do that. If you're unable to, to get up and, and move because of your knees or your back, then we'll serve you at your seat. We want to make sure everyone has access. Also, uh, when we come, if your knees or your back or hips won't, won't let you kneel and get up, just come and stand. You won't be the only one. You just don't feel self-conscious about it at all. If you're watching online, you can go to your kitchen and get whatever you have on hand, and you can take communion with us, and we want to welcome you to do that. The final thing is that we have a custom in our church of receiving a communion offering, just whatever God leads you uh, to, to leave on the altar. And that offering, 100% of that communion offering goes for our local benevolence fund, our local missions fund, because we have calls on a daily basis for people who are asking help for one thing or another, and we use our communion off offering, 100% uh, of that goes for our local missions. And now, won't you come to the Lord's table?
Now will you stand for our benediction? After the spoken benediction, there will be a choral benediction, so if you will remain at your seats until then. O Lord, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself for us. And now we ask that you would help us to go from this place and be authentically who we are, to have integrity of heart. In Christ's name, amen.